0: Act one. It's a hot, humid southern night under a full moon. Four men stand on a deserted dock. An older man speaks with a younger man, while the other two men with a far more ominous presence stand at a distance. The young man, tall, powerful, but a stranger to these parts and from humble beginnings, he wants to use this fresh start to make something of himself in a new town. It's full of opportunity if you just had one chance. The older man is stooped with age and weathered. He looks harmless, but the greedy gleam in his eyes is anything but.
1: Truly, it's something every distinguished gentleman has to have to be the esteemed front runner of his peers. It's the only accessory you need to open doors around here. That's right. You, too, can become, for just one night, the owner of a singularly precious pineapple. Look at this pineapple, son. Smell it. Smell it. Hold it in your hand. Imagine it for a moment. You walk into the biggest ball of the season with this at your side. People from across the room stop dancing to get a better view of the man the great man with the pineapple and this is an amazing deal son for only five dollars I will let you borrow one of my fine pineapples look at this it's in pristine condition all that I ask is you return my pineapple in the same perfect condition I'm just a lonely pineapple merchant I'm trying to get by in this world and I want to help you out young man because you seem like a fine young boy and I know that we're all just out here struggling to succeed in these times. So, out of the goodness in my heart, I'm gonna do this for you. The young man gives Rutledge
0: $5, all he has besides the clothes on his back, and he signs the contract. The next evening, he makes his way to one of the most decadent parties of the season. Act Two. Algernon Bartlesby walks nervously up to the front of the huge mansion. He can see a large gathering of people in expensive and extravagant clothing. He grasps his pineapple of opportunity nervously, and he approaches a servant, manning the front entrance to make sure the only invited guests
1: that only invited guests are allowed in. Hmm. Hello, good sir. Hello? Do you have your special engraved, one-of-a-kind invitation embossed with real gold to gain entrance into this, the most esteemed and grandiose event of the season? Uh, I seem to have forgotten
2: my fancy invitation at home. Uh, You see, I needed both hands to carry this magnificent pineapple.
1: Uh, Pineapple, you say? Why, good sir, say no more. We humbly welcome you into our modest, perhaps dismal, mansion, compared to what you must be used to. As
0: Mr. Bartlesby begins to circulate amongst the partygoers, the matriarch of the household, Clara Bell Wellington, reclines in abject and total misery on an elaborate fainting couch, watching over her house guests, clutching a wrinkled handkerchief and smelling salts to her chest. "'Alas, my poor pathetic daughter, Josefina is seventeen, "'clearly past her prime and doomed to spinsterhood. "'Oh, cruel fate, why must we be denied "'a man worthy of my precious daughter? "'Why, why, who is that charming young gentleman (laughs) "'with the pineapple? "'I must have his acquaintance at once.' A few moments later, because Mrs. Wellington is extremely efficient. Josephina, Josephina, have you met Mr. Bartlesby, who owns a pineapple? A pineapple? Oh, Mama, I have never seen a pineapple before. <laughs> oh, you must think I'm off with Quentin Backwoods, but may I... May I touch that pineapple, my dear, Mr. Bottlesby?
2: (laughs) Oh, but of course. Um, Doesn't it smell wonderful? I shall have to eat it later. (gasps) Why even have a pineapple if you cannot eat it? What? Eat
0: the pineapple? Why, Mr. Bottlesby, I declare you must be quite wealthy.
2: Well, I don't like to brag, Josephina. That's it. I just don't like to brag.
0: Act 3. Later that night in the library, the patriarch, Lyman Wellington, smokes a malodorous cigar. He paces the room, muttering under his breath, while Josephina looks
1: on with tireless patience, gained from a lifetime of practice. Ugh. Josephina, who was that young man paying so much attention to you? Why, Papa, it was Mr. Bottlesby. I don't know if I like that young buck courting you, Josephina. We don't know his family. He don't have roots here. How do we know he's all kind of people? But, Papa, did you see he brought a pineapple? Oh, our well, nation, <laughs> A pineapple? Any man with his own pineapple is fine by me. You have my blessings, Josephina.
0: Thank you, Papa. Sadly, that night, Mr. Bartlesby, slightly over-imbibed, he is finding the walk home in the dark somewhat treacherous with his compromised sense of balance. Suddenly, two large men dressed in black, suspiciously familiar, appear out of nowhere. They jostle him in passing. The pineapple falls from his hands and tumbles into the street, where it is trampled underfoot by the selfsame mysterious jostlers. No! he cried. My
2: pineapple! My pineapple!
0: My pineapple! Act 4. The next evening, two strangely familiar, greasy-looking henchmen corner Mr.
1: Bartlesby at his humble dwelling. Well, Mr. Bartlesby, where is our pineapple?
2: I, I left it at home. How silly of me. I will go get it soon i
1: just need to go away uh from you oh my mr bottlesby perhaps you've forgotten you are already home and you my dear sir oh what's a pineapple so
2: interesting thing um well if i didn't have the
1: pineapple then mr bottlesby we are not in the fruit salad business we're in the pineapple business. We gave you a pineapple and we expect a pineapple back. Or we will demand payment. Perhaps indentured servitude till you have paid it off with interest. I see by the look on your face that this idea is displeasing to you. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. What can be done? I'll tell you this why don't we give you one more chance we've heard you are the lucky suitor of miss josephina wellington if you can seal her undying love with matrimony and can convince her dear rich father to become your pineapple benefactor we might just let it slide and let you keep all your teeth Rutledge is not always so monogamous, Mr. Brattlesby. I suggest you take this opportunity. Oh, and Mr. Bottlesby? we have brought you a second pineapple. We suggest you woo the lady of your dreams with this extravagant gift. After all, when you are in debt as much as you are, what is one more pineapple? Sadly, Mr. Bartlesby was much too
0: agitated to notice that the new pineapple was also the previous pineapple. For you see, the night of the tragic jostle and pineapple trampling, one of the mysterious men had snagged the perfectly ripe and lovely pristine pineapple from Mr. Bartleby's hands, and the pineapple, which Mr. Bartlesby saw horrifically trampled, was a stand-in that had begun to rot and no longer had marketable value Mr. Rutledge had perfected this scam to perfection, and now he was able to charge Mr. Bartlesby in full for two pineapples. Act 5. Later in the parlor of the Wellingtons' home, after a brief conversation with Mr. Wellington, Mr. Bartlesby has obtained his blessing to propose to the lovely pineapple enamor Josephina. Mr. Bartlesby has taken to one knee and has clasped her hand to his chest. Oh, Josefina, I have never felt like this for
2: anyone in my life. I feel like I and my teeth cannot live without you. Oh, Mr. Bottlesby, is that the same pineapple from a few nights ago? Oh, no, Josefina, this is a new pineapple, your pineapple. This one is for you and you alone.
0: Mr. Bottlesby, I've never been given anything like this. Hmm. I shall consider it a symbol of our love and keep it forever. Well, until it rots and decays and gets maggots. But till then, it will be an enduring testament to our undying affection and esteem. Oh, Mr. Bottlesby, you must be very wealthy. (laughs) I must be. Mr. Bottlesby, I don't know what to say. Say yes, Josephina.
2: Let us run away and get married and we can live off of sweet ambrosia and pineapple nectar.
0: Oh, but of course, Mr. Bottlesby. Act 6. After the wedding, when the pineapple bill comes in.
1: (laughs) I have been hustled, scammed, bamboozled, hoodwinked, and led astray. I was taken advantage of. He was poor all along. He rented a pineapple like the devious cat he is, a good-for-nothing, black-hearted son-of-a-gun, who led us to believe he had wealth beyond imagination. I was blinded by the power of the pineapple. However, I do not want my little girl, my precious daughter Josephina, to suffer my trespasses. As God has my witness, we shall never speak of this again. And nevermore shall a pineapple darken the doorway of the Wellington household. Be
0: assured, dear listeners, after the initial shock of betrayal, they all really did manage to live happily ever after. The end.